I was ready and willing to go on the air. God decided it, it should rain harder at this very moment. It is pouring the rain, Snake Eyes. It is indeed pouring the rain. Welcome in, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome in to Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. How y'all doing this evening? Welcome in to the server. Let's see who is hanging out with us on this beautiful, wonderful, rainy Wednesday evening. Server sound off. You guys hit it. Server sound off. Here we go. Welcome in, Ignacio. Server 27, you were first today. Welcome to the show. Trucking Chick is on server 26. Welcome. Morgul on 32. Hello, how are you doing? Naxos, 152. Just Skippy on server 15. Hello, Cobra. Outside Battalion's house. That's a little bit creepy there. Battalion. <laughs> Welcome on server 149. Z-Man on 30. How you doing? The Aardvark on 26. Vulcan Death Grip on 14. Crush on server 22. Shogun on server 8. Welcome into the show. Vita on server 131. How you doing? Ezreal uh, representing in 145. Hello. Good evening to you. I Beglin on server 32. Bizarro on 15. Craig Hermes on 30 and 43. Welcome into the show. Jonathan Ingram. Hello. How you doing, buddy? Dancing at Elevator buddy dance like the world ain't watching that's right hey jb welcome in mob boss appreciate you being here death dealer on 15 dur on 15 good evening and welcome narvalin on server 22 hello boaz on the remus server checking in how you doing buddy welcome in data systems technical chief server 27 killer centaur 25 and at work god bless you buddy appreciate you being here shade 85 on server 18 de Hagus is here woo woo bernard on 18 welcome into the show the wicked witch on 15 bizarro on 15 Lord Farquaad, European server, 147. Herky the Hawk on 29. Regnat on 28. Welcome in. Dragon Lord on 13. Appreciate you being here. Good evening to you, Mr. Big. Welcome into the show. Server 189. Jayberg on 32. Get a Rob Job on server 8. Hello, Draven on server 10. Chewy, server 19. Hello, hello. Z-Man on 30. Doc 31 on server 32. Welcome in. That's a new name. Appreciate you being here. Welcome in to the show. DeHagas on 16. Captain Morgan Bipolar 1. <laughs> Server 31. Gallum on 21. Tequila Mac on 163. Zakara 136. European Server 146 representing Hudson today. Appreciate you being here. Captain Shady on Server 15. And the list continues on. Another 40-some messages. Nice full crowd here tonight. Gia, hello. Luke Ness, hello. And Trash Panda all on uh, 15 joining us tonight. Good evening to you and welcome into the show as we begin yet another another episode uh, of Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We are talking Trek live. Good evening and welcome into the show. Let's dive right in, guys. Let's get it all the way uh, turned up and popping. No! Yes, let's get to it. Yes, Shade, you're right. Make sure everybody has their game cards ready. <laughs> I may. Oh, Steven. Thank you. I may, in fact, uh, switch it up a little bit and do some battleship at weird times today. 
because uh, we've got uh, we've got some content planned for you today, but we got a relatively loose schedule. So uh, yeah, we're going to uh, we're going to bring everything in and uh, maybe just tinker with it a little bit. As a matter of fact, I've got a new idea for a new game regarding stupid news. I've sent it for uh, I've sent it to Panic for approval. I have. I've sent it to Panic for approval, and we're going to see if he bites. And if he does, then uh, you guys won't be able to blame me for the stupid news anymore. <laughs> I can't wait. All right. Let's see what's going on in the news. I'll do this. Uh, I'll get through it pretty quickly. I didn't write a whole lot of them today, uh, but I did want to. Uh, I did spend a little extra time on it, which just for you. How about this one? A new British study. This is really interesting. A British study found out that dogs actually do go through puberty. Dogs go through puberty at the age of eight months. They say dogs are harder to train at eight months because they're experiencing sexually frustrated teenage angst. (laughs) So for those of you who let your dog lick your face, that just got a lot grosser. There you go. Uh, A Wyoming strip club has become the first in the nation to reopen. Not all heroes wear pants, guys. Just saying. Shakespeare's Globe Theater in London may be closed after it was bankrupted by coronavirus lockdowns. Some say it's all an act. <laughs> just try to just try to go quickly here. Jonathan Ingram, I don't wear pants. I'm not wearing pants right now. A video of a Long Island County executive cracking up as she warns tennis players not to touch anyone else's balls has gone viral. <laughs> Have you guys seen this? Yeah, she says she's warning tennis players, don't touch other people's balls. And she's cracking up, which makes it funny. It's good advice for life in general, folks, not just tennis. Okay? I'm not sure why there's why this is causing such a racket. <laughs> I wrote that one. I wrote it all by myself. The NFL is testing face masks made with surgical material that can help fight off the coronavirus. Everybody has to wear them except for the Browns because they never catch anything. Uh, moving on, Joe Biden. Joe Biden has assured Democratic Party leaders that he would only serve for one term if he were elected president, which was not reassuring because uh, because the question that they asked was, what's your favorite color? So he (laughs) I know, right? A South Korean soccer team filled their stadium. Guys, I'm not making this up. A South Korean soccer team filled their stadium with inflatable sex dolls to create the look of a crowd during Sunday's game. Players thought it was uh, weird, but the fans were all pumped up. (laughs) Come on. That's so good. Um, (laughs) I'm, I'm trying. I can't even. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, here, you want, uh. I don't know if I have any Florida news. Let me see. Oh, I do. Here you go, JB. I got a Florida story. How about this one? A Florida man jumped into a fish tank at a Bass Pro Shop on Mother's Day. Video posted to social media uh, is there. The man. Uh, the video shows the man walking up the stairs and dove into the tank at the Bass Pro Shop at the Gulf Coast Town Center and then ran off. He's not yet been caught. The manager followed the man out of the store and saw him leave in a silver sedan. Bass Pro Shop spent $3,000 decontaminating the tank and was quoted saying, this incident is illegal, dangerous, and highly discouraged. We'll work with law enforcement to investigate all individuals who are personally uh, attempt or are involved with such activities. I'm kind of curious how they let the guy get away. Isn't the whole point of Bass Pro Shops to buy equipment that helps you catch things? I mean, seriously? (laughs) It needs to turn himself in. It needs to turn himself in and face the music. Just walk into that police station and say, I'm the guy that jumped in the fish tank, and I'm guilty 
as charged. <laughs> Get it, guilty. Gil, fish. All right, final story today. When it came, uh, when it came to disguises, they kept an open rind. <laughs> a pair of shoplifters were wore hollowed-out watermelons on their heads while stealing from a convenience store in the state of Virginia. Surveillance cameras caught the seedy characters <laughs> roaming around a sheet store uh, around 9.30 at night, wearing the melons with cut-out eye holes as masks. The Louisa Police Department uh, made a statement on this. Uh, cops in Louisa, a town about 100 miles from Washington, D.C., said an arrest had been made in connection with the melon drama, <laughs> but didn't immediately provide additional details. It is unknown what the suspects stole or how much money they made off with. These crooks are probably going to regret this. They had a clean record, but now they're nothing but water felons. <laughs> water felons? Get it? They're water felons. Oh, dear Lord in heaven. Yeah, but that's all I got. That's all I got. Somebody had sent me this. Uh, yeah, Omicron said that there was a story in Florida about a woman who called uh, 911 multiple times from a bar complaining that people were not social distancing, but then she was also accused of trying to make out with a bunch of them there. Thank you, Omicron. There's the story. There you go. I liked my watermelon story better, so I had to finish with that. Thank you, Mr. Big. He gave me a 10. Appreciate that very, very much. <laughs> Come on, death grip. That was good stuff. Azriel, this is good stuff. Guys, welcome into the show. <laughs> my name is Ultimate DJs. Good evening. Oh, my God, Jonathan Ingram has got a picture. He's got a picture of the water felon. Thank you. Oh, my God. Look at that, guys. Tell me that is not epically awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> I don't make this stuff up. That's real stuff, guys. That's real stuff. And that happened right here in Virginia, too. Not very close to me, but it happened here. Uh, yeah. So anyway, all right. Uh, you know what? Let's, uh, let's throw up. Let's see. Uh, let's, let's throw up everybody. Let's get together and gag ourselves. No, uh, let's throw up, um, a game here. Let's see. Boaz says we need a story about players all missing in battleship, even after being told where there was a hit. Uh, Boaz, you be nice. Not everybody can always keep up. I actually had a couple of people PM me and ask me where to listen to the previous episodes so that they could get caught up. So, you know what? In an effort to uh, go ahead, in an effort to go ahead and uh, mix it up a little bit and uh, play around with the timing here just a little bit, why don't we go ahead and play one? You want to do one? Let's do one right now. Okay. Yeah, we'll go ahead and get, uh, we'll at least maybe perhaps give you guys your hits. We may play a little bit later, but I'll at least go ahead and get you uh, get you guys caught up. All right, because we did take two off-air players. We did indeed. We took two off-air players, both of which I do believe were caught up and were paying attention. They both had good guesses. One of them was a hit, and one of them was a miss. You guys pull out your game cards. And we'll get you caught up on what actually happened during the week. And uh, we'll let you know that Nostromo had a chance to make a hit. Nostromo was one of our random players that got chosen out of the Battleship War Room. Congratulations, uh, congratulations to you, sir. Nostromo was called, and he called, coordinate C6, Charlie 6. Charlie 6 was a miss. Charlie Six was a miss, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Then we had our second player. Our second player was the none and only world-famous YouTuber, Mr. Britallion. Mr. Britallion was playing. He was called, and he had an opportunity to guess. 
and Battalion called X-17. And I messaged him back. I'm like, are you sure about that, Battalion? Like, that's not on the board. He said, no, don't question me, damn it. X-17, that's my call, final answer. So that was also a miss. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Battalion guessed D-7. Delta-7, and it was a hit. Delta-7. Delta-7, you can mark it on your cards. That was a hit. Yes, it was. All right, and you know what? Just to uh, keep you guys on your toes, we'll go ahead and play one here early. How about we do it? We'll play one early. Let's see if we can find Captain Bull. Captain Bull, congratulations to you, buddy. Captain Bull is here. Captain Bull, congratulations. You've been chosen for the first instance of Battleship here this evening. Captain Bull. Boom. Boom. Oh, I love it. All right, Captain Bull, let's see if we can find you. Always a jammed winner. You know what? Jammed listens to the podcast. Just saying. It's a bot. Blame Vita. Y'all get with Vita. <laughs> Vita. Vita. People are complaining about it, buddy. We'll have to get him on. All right. Captain Bull is in the uh, in the war room here. Anesius, remind me how I turned to normal voice. Anesius, you can't do it during the podcast. You must stay on push to talk. There's too many people in here, and it goes crazy. Captain Bull says Z96. Sorry, buddy. That's a miss. I'm kidding. All right. Captain Bull has made his cordon guess. Let's check it in. The computer he calls D8. Let's punch it in to the wartime computer and see what happens. Computer, D8. Delta. Eight. Targets acquired. That sounds like a hit to me. All right, congratulations to you, Captain Bull. That is a hit. You guys mark it on your game card, D8. D8 is a hit. And notice that I will tell you, it is not an implosion. I see, DeHagas, I can't say sink anymore. I can't say sink because in space you can't sink a ship, right? Someone pointed that out to me and, and told me how moronic this whole concept was in space <laughs> because you can't sink a ship. So uh, there you go. D8 is a hit and not a total destruction of the ship, okay? There you go. So it's a hit. So uh, you guys, obviously, it is not the Ferengi Devore. Okay, it's obviously not the Ferengi Devore. We still have the USS Intrepid and the USS Enterprise on the board. Could be anything. Could be anything. JB says 100,000 light years makes sense. Could happen. Uh, anything could happen. That's true. We could sink a spaceship in space. We might, do, might go back to the terminology. I like it. All right, guys, welcome into the show. Uh, we do have some content to get to today, and this actually was discovered on accident. Uh, good evening and welcome in. Your mics are potted up. Good evening to you, sir, uh, from Server 9. Mr. Gregor is here. Good evening and welcome to you, sir. Appreciate you being here. And welcome to uh, to several uh, distinguished guests that I find in the room here this evening. As a matter of fact, Anesius is gracing us with her presence here this evening. Good evening and welcome to you, my dear. I uh, appreciate you being here. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about something that I discovered by accident today. <clears throat> and Captain Bull is in the room. Captain Bull's probably going to get a kick out of this because he is... He's a, he's a good officer guy. As a matter of fact, you know what? We do have another guest. We have German Gregor in the room. 
Uh, German Gregor is in the room as well, and and if you can come into voice, I'd invite you to join us. Uh, German Gregor is a great officer resource. Very, very cool guy. Very, very smart when it comes to officers. And that's actually what I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about tonight because I made a mistake, and I was talking to American Gregor about this uh, a couple of hours ago before the show. And uh, and Captain Bull will attest to this. So here's what we were what we were tinkering with, and, and of course it's been a few days since we were on the air. And I'll ask everybody very briefly: How goes your Mega Cube experience? Has anybody uh, taken the crew advice that we issued on the last show? Has anybody discovered anything different? Uh, how are people evolving? with the mega cube now guys obviously we gave our our kind of our opinions on the last show so i'm not necessarily looking for uh negative feedback on the event itself (laughs) Uh, jb says poop emoji poop emoji boaz says mega boring my god (laughs) asriel says we die durr says oh it's very epic uh shade says done with it Gia says everybody dies should should we be honest or how, how does this work Oh yeah, I absolutely want your honest opinion, and and uh, just oh, again nice. keep in mind that we're taping, and and I, you know, have always maintained that I believe that Scopely listens to this show, so be constructive in your criticism. Um, but uh, I know <laughs> I know that I know that Scopely listens. Okay, I know that for a fact because um, I had uh, a conversation about a piece of content here very, very uh, recently. So I know that they're listening, and, and so that's, it's great for you guys. So let me, let me point this out. It's wonderful for you guys that Scopely listens to this show. It's, it's absolutely wonderful that Scopely pays attention to any of the content creators, that pays attention to any of the moderators, because that means your guys' feedback cycle is intact. Okay, your feedback cycle is intact. So when I say let's offer some constructive criticism, I think it's okay for them to know that we're disappointed. Anesius, I think it's okay for them to know that we were not satisfied here. Okay, Wham says it was all very humorous. I I, I didn't say I wasn't. Okay, so also you actually like it then is what you're saying. You're loving the event. Please share a different opinion. Um. I th- a different from what? Different from <laughs> everybody else who seems to think that it's a mega disappointment. Um, I think that for anyone that doesn't want to spend money, it's a, a mega uh, disappointment, to use the Mega Cube expression. I, I'm a pay-to-play uh, player, so um, I guess I have more fun than most of the people which we can discuss that but i think discussing the free to play and pay to play is just a, an eternal discussion it is um, it is an eternal discussion so but you know that actually brings up a really can, yeah that's a good perspective uh we talked on the last show uh and and uh, you know and and, and i'm going to bring that up here in just a few moments guys but we talked on the last show uh about my my understanding of the mechanic i failed to understand why people were were being motivated to to spend on this event uh for example matt dog just writes my vision for the event was way different uh asriel said it has been really nice having a choice but the event just lacked some shine so let let me ask you this now uh (laughs) jonathan ingram writes the avatar frames are on fire um listen i don't think that the avatars don't look good they do look really really good uh but anesius i imagine that you're not battling over an avatar right can you explain your motivation as a pay to play uh, pay to play on this particular event uh 
Well, it's not the avatar. Um, well, I do like to get the frames. So we got uh, two golden ones, which, you know, it's more like, it's a luxury more than actually a thing in game. So if, you know, it doesn't add anything. So the important thing here is how the Mega Cube work and the crew the fun for me about the mega cubes is that i have i had no idea about the cruise so and it's funny that you said that gregor was here because me and him we have been both sharing uh you know uh screenshots and talking about cruise and what we should have of course gregor He's the master. I'm a simple, you know, a humble. Um, <laughs> He's very good. He uh, is, you know, he yeah. has your son. Um, but th so that's that's the real fun of it. And okay. if you're not able to do enough Maggie cubes, it's not real fun because when they say that level twenty fives can do more, uh, you know, more than travel. Uh, level 25 can do the cube well they can but <laughs> the, the damage done to those cubes is is really is you know it's almost no damage at right. all so they can do a mega cube but they have no fun doing it so okay. they don't see any gameplay in doing it and their uh, officers if they are level 25 with a you know, small visor won't do any damage, so they won't see anything in gameplay. They won't have any fun. So, so and that's the thing. Your argument. Why, why to have? I'm, I'm arguing. I'm giving both 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 sides. I'm saying that um, it's uh, it's good to have you know new content. It is, but the only people that are having fun are the only ones that are spending money. Okay. And so I, I'm having fun. I, I'm just saying that. Uh, if this is the last thing of uh, of months of preparation, you know, arc one, arc two, arc three, and then the end of the end, we have this, and then only ten percent of the players are having fun with the big thing of the Mega Cube. So, guys, Anesius so, is kind of echoing the same thing that we've been talking about: is that there was a lack of there was a lack of uh, satisfactory ending. There was a lack of excitement as you lead up to the to the final ten minutes of the movie. Uh, for the uh, example that we've been for using, for some, I, I'm finding very interesting, actually. So, for for players like Anesius, okay, uh, and this is a, a unique perspective, one that we haven't explored a whole lot. But but her perspective is, hey, I am enjoying the event because there is trial and error, because there is discovery because there is experimentation okay uh yes. and and so that's cool and and listen i'm not gonna lie uh i am not spending money on this event but a day or two ago myself and a few members of my team got together and and you know what i'd lie if we said that we didn't have a little bit of fun that day we did have a little bit of fun uh experimenting we tried we tried to peel apart uh, american gregor's crew <laughs> we should have known better <laughs> we tried to we tried to tinker with uh with modifying his crew and and kind of came back to the original uh original crew that he had suggested with with you know only one or two minor tweaks so we had some fun testing that uh, we had a player uh, who was able to obtain six of ten. We had some fun testing that. Um, there were some mechanics here, guys, that I think are going to serve you in the future. Okay, we've talked about organization, communication, strategy. Okay, but 
the event itself uh, was essentially kind of a disappointment. Crush says it would be great to actually take down the cube and watch it burn after four months of the game focusing on it. Okay. Uh, Aardvark says mega letdown. Okay. Tequila says we even planned it so alliances were running about 30 seconds apart to get max use of the shield regen time. That was smart, actually, Tequila. It was really smart. We had an idea to try that. We could never actually coordinate it on our server. But we did have that thought to try. Uh, I'm glad you were able to pull it off. All right, Mr. Big says we spent 80-plus hits on one mega just to say we did. Okay? So I I think that there was, uh, you know, as, as an event from the outside looking in, there probably was some disappointing aspects of it. But once you actually got in there and started taking a few runs at it, uh, you know, I know you were all still dying. I, even I was still dying, okay? But it was um, interesting to tinker with crews and, and to play around and, and have a little bit of fun with it. Uh, that all being said, okay, that all being said that, uh, you know, there are other perspectives like Anesius, which is, hey, you know, we had some fun just with the mechanical part. And, and we talk about this on this show. A big part of this show is analytics. It's breakdown. It's math. It's analyzing and engineering. Okay? And that's one of the things that we enjoy doing on this show. And a lot of you enjoy coming back. You know, maybe you like to make fun of me for some of the stuff that we do. But overall, the, a lot of the engineering and the, and the math and the science that we employ on this show does benefit you guys. So um, it sounds like that's kind of exactly what Hugo and Anesius were doing. Hugo being German Gregor. Okay, for those of you who don't know him or have never talked to him. All right, so, uh, and he's here. I'd love for you to come on voice if you're able. I've been watching the chat for your comments, uh, Hugo, but I I don't see you uh, in here, so hopefully you're listening. But um, uh, Regnab says, I'm having fun. I just can't spend money on the game at this time. I uh, I just don't have any major expectations uh, that I could possibly place at the top of the leaderboard. I think the larger guys and the alliance – Listen to me when I told him what I learned from listening to the podcast. Well, thank you, Regnat. I, ple- I appreciate that. Um, and, yes, the, the leaderboard is tough to participate in unless you've got access to additional directives or, or at least access to a team who's got uh, extra cells and extra directives and, and things like that. Uh, although, you know, and JB's in here, but the, the team that I ran with the other day, we didn't spend anything. Uh, on the runs that we did make because everybody, you know, had 10 uh, or we had the capability of running 10. We had players that were swapping in and subbing in who had a couple of sets of directives and extra sales and all that stuff. So anyway, long story short, this did teach us some lessons. Okay. And JB says, yes, it was fun during that time. It was fun when the team was in voice. It was fun when we were coordinating crews and saying, you bring this and you bring that and let's show up here and let's do this. Uh, there was some fun and there were some new unique elements to that. I don't think that's enough. Can I? Yeah, Anise, just go ahead. I think um, a lot of things are fun. Well, one of them is, of course, having the officers like six of, six of 10 and Jayla and be able to try them and use them and change and, and, and even go out of work. I found out that using Nero Kang, uh, Nero Khan and Decius gave me more damage, for example. So with the Valdor, not with the Vider. So it, it's a lot of tests and a lot of things that uh, you go and you end up trying. One of the things that I've just tried right now, like 15 minutes ago, we have um, an alliance with another alliance. <laughs> and what 
so we won the two first uh, events, and now uh, it's okay. We don't. We are a little bit tired because it really asks for a lot of coordination. So mm -hmm. uh, we are just, you know, more having fun now and enjoying the, you know, after we won. So it's now it's just enjo the, the enjoying part. So now what we are doing and what we did now was so we have a, an ally. So and they are trying to bring down cubes. So. What we are doing is um, hitting, so uh, we start a cube and te 10 seconds later, later they start a cube. So after we uh, attack the cube, so the shields are down, so they can actually, when they hit the cube, uh, they make more damage or that's... Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that was so a that was a pattern that... Th those that are we... things that you can... So I think that this mega cube, it really... Uh, interacts with the, a lot of the alliance which is great i find that great i always i love armadas because of that because it's a thing done in in, in um you know in a group and it really brings a dynamic in the group and i love that and the thing with this armada and because um you you know you, you don't destroy it in one go or two goes so you can do that with another alliances allies or not you can just you know that which you are yeah that was one thing that i i noticed you know this in our time server. we take the cube <laughs> Yeah, there was one thing that I noticed so in, in our server that there there didn't seem to be as much inter-alliance cooperation, uh, and and you know I want to draw a little bit of attention because Panic said that there there could be said that there would be a reason for us to work together. I think Scopely missed on that mechanic, okay? Because I do believe that there could have been an opportunity for alliances to work together, but that mechanic did not exist, okay? And the and the required component or the required mechanism for that to have worked well would have been uh, mm. shared damage, not even shared damage, but damage milestones. Yes, yes. Uh, that was missing. Yeah. That was missing. And that would have really fostered, I think, some a different, uh, some interaction between multiple alliances to coordinate because yes. at least on our server, yes. everyone minded their own business. Okay. Well, uh, but we, that's, that's we, the whole point, right? That's the, the biggest complaint from everybody is just that. You're right, Vankman, uh, or sorry, Snake Eyes. It was just the, the incentives, okay? The milestones, this or that, uh, didn't really get there. Now, there's been a lot of argument, and, and I've been on both sides of this having this conversation. Of course, we talked about uh, the milestones, the war funds. So let's talk, uh, let's change gears here, guys, and talk about an announcement that we got today regarding the currency, okay? Let's talk about this in-game news announcement. I'm going to pull it up very quickly and i'm going to copy it over into the graphics room for you guys and we'll read along together the uh in-game news announcement just posted this moments before we came on the air and uh, we'll go through it very very quickly and briefly for those of you who guys uh, may have missed it inside your event store you're seeing a few things okay and i took a couple of screenshots of a few items that i wanted to share with you one is the mirror mirror missions vita you've talked about this in the past the mirror mirror missions were uh what seven eight months ago maybe six months ago these mirror mirror missions um, were available. There was basically uh, five plays of a series of missions that allowed you to obtain uh, Uhura and Kirk and I think Spock shards. Uh, the blue, uh, blue Uhura, blue Spock, and uh, I think Purple Kirk was in there too. Does anybody remember? It's been so while, uh, been so while uh, long. But anyway, uh, the, for, if you guys remember back, there was a twenty dollar pack to buy those missions, and they said 
that if you didn't want to buy the pack, the missions would be made available to play for free eventually. I don't think any of us expected it to take six months, <laughs> but here we are. But the mirror missions are finally here. They're going to cost 16,000 war funds here in just a couple of days if you want to un unlock that. The reason why I may suggest that that is a good one for those of you who have not done those missions in the past is because there's a lot of rare and epic officer shards in them. Okay, so hear me when I say 6,000 war funds is what it costs for an epic officer right now as we sit. Okay, 6,000 war funds is what a Jayla cost or a 10 of 10. Okay, 16,000 war funds would only be roughly two epic shards plus two rare shards. Okay, well, the missions that you will get in Mirror Mirror will give you more than that. If you're looking for a break-even or a cost analysis, for those of you who have not yet purchased the Mirror Mirror missions, I am actually going to recommend that you spend 16,000 war funds on these because you will get more shards than, than what you can buy. All right? Plus, those are, are shards, sure about that? those are shards for Spock and Bones for sure, and I'm 99% sure Kirk was in there. Oh, yeah, it says right there, Kirk, Spock. You missed something. No, DJs, you missed something. You're oh. mixing up Dark Mirror with Mirror Mirror. Mirror Mirror gives you Uncommon. And Dark Mirror was the one that gave you the shots, and that was a that was the one you had to buy. So this is not this says that it's five tokens for the playthrough of Broken Mirror, and four repeats of Mirror Mirror. Now I still have that currency. Let me log into the game because I think I, I hope you're wrong, Vito. I still got one. Yeah, I, I still got one. But I you do had, too. Uh, back then you had nope. Mirror two Mirror missions. does give you Kirk. Yep, it is. It's uh, Mirror Mirror, guys. I'm going to show you the screenshot uh, okay. right now. It is in fact Mirror Mirror, and that will give you uh, rare and epic shards for your morale crew. I'm posting it right now. Okay. But this, I think the Kirk is like one shard or something. That's okay, but you're running it five times, Gregor, so that's good for five shards, right? That's so, true. Okay, so you're getting five playthroughs. The, the, the reason or the point of this mirror mirror thing was that it was five playthroughs, okay? I'm, just, I'm putting it in the chat room right now, guys. There you go, because I still happen to have one. I never spent them all. There it is, the mirror mirror mission, and that's what they're giving you. Okay, so 16,000 war funds, uh, maybe, maybe not. If you need Kirk, if you need Spock, this is a good one to invest in. Okay, if you don't need Kirk, don't need Spock, don't need Uhura, then do not spend your war funds on this one. Okay, uh, you guys understand? Any questions or anybody uh, have any contrary points to that? Because I was actually pleased to see that, to be honest with you. I think it's not Borg related, so it, it made me scratch my head. However, I'm still pleased with it because it does give you guys some more uh, officer shards, okay, for a price that is not outrageous, in my opinion, okay? So that one actually gets a thumbs up for me. Here's your next slide from the News Game Center. This one uh, is talking about the business-as-usual chain, okay? This, by the way, is a completely new mission chain. Nobody's ever seen it, so we have no idea what's in it. Okay, uh, somebody tried to ping Elcars for it, and there was very little information in there. I, I don't remember even if they gave us what the rewards were, but it is completely new. Now it says it's a completely new mission chain, one that uh, contains ten independent missions and then five extra faction missions once players choose a side. <clears throat> This is 22,500 war funds. Now, this one also, Gregor, appeals to a certain clientele. Would you agree? I believe that if you're a player who enjoys content over 
you know, mathematical rewards, then this may be something also that you buy. Okay, I will likely buy it, to be honest with you. I like story. I like the story. I like the missions. I'm not, I mean, I don't want the missions to be disproportionately expensive. Okay, but I do enjoy missions. I've told you guys before, I enjoy story. So this I always try to do the story, but my finger just keeps clicking. <laughs> so here's 15 missions, guys. Now, listen, I might spend 22,500 war funds and be incredibly disappointed. All right, I might might just be angry at what it costs, but twenty two thousand five hundred war funds—that's a lot to spend. So I don't know if you guys will think it's worth it. If you like content, if you like the story, then this will be worth it. We have no idea what the rewards are yet, so just be aware of that. Also, for those of you, Azriel, all right, you say, "Hey, I started late. I missed some of the Borg arcs." Well, you can also buy Borg mission keys so that you can go back and start some of these missions. Okay. Please note, guys, players will only see Borg missions that they've not already completed. To avoid buying more keys than are needed, check what missions show up in your gift section requiring the Borg mission tokens before purchasing the Borg mission keys. Meaning that if you've started a chain, then you are held up right now by keys. If you do not have the mission, you will not be able to start the mission. Please be aware of that. Okay? Please be aware. If you buy the keys, it is literally it's allowing you to finish what you've already started. If you haven't started it, you're not going to be able to you're not going to be able to restart it. Go ahead with your question. I was just going to ask you if you'd repeat that because you said that kind of quick and I didn't quite digest. That's okay. What I said was is uh, is the mission or the board keys that are available in the store are going to be available to assist players in finishing the mission chains that they have already begun. Okay, we'll make a note that you will not be able to start missions that were completely missed with these keys, okay? So if you've got a mission right now in your, in your mission center that requires keys for you to progress, you can buy the keys to finish it out. But if you never even started the chain, then you will not be able to start the chain, all right? Here's your third screenshot, guys. The qualification criteria to receive the Borg Cube Epilogue mission. Uh, any player 4-plus whose alliance ranked in the top 70 alliances in any one of the three rounds of Mega Cube Onslaught. You're going to get a mission called the Calm After the Storm. All right, this is basically going to be available in the gift tab after the last round of Mega Cube Onslaught ends. You're just going to get it uh, basically as a mission starter in your gift section. Okay, and this will let you let you kind of just this is their conclusion. <laughs> this is their their conclusion. Uh, but here's uh, yeah, here's uh, here's something interesting. Okay, what currencies will be available for exchange after Borg Cube Phase? Well, they wrote Phase Two, but I'm sure that they mean Phase Three. Okay, all players with access to the event store will be able to convert the following currency into war funds. Note that they did not give us an exchange rate yet, and and this is what we said, Bull. Did we not say this? We do believe that everything pretty much is going to be convertible, which it is. Tech salvage, armada directives, rare directives. The one thing we asked for the points is not. The points not. And, and, and you know what? I, I That have, was the only thing we were asking about all this time is, are the points going to be convertible? Well, they, okay. Oh, we'll look into that. We'll look into that. We'll look into that. Well, apparently they, they said did. They and, would do something with it. Well, there's arguments both ways on that. Well, okay. at, least, at least they said they would look into doing something. Exactly. And they the did. reason <laughs> it was still in our uh, inventory. All 
Yeah, they looked at it and they decided not to. Okay, so there you go. Definitively and finally, Borg points were a tracking token and not an exchangeable currency and therefore will not be exchanged into war funds at the end. So I know that was another thing that we had hoped for. We had looked for spending those. That will not come. That's not happening. But the uh, uncommon directives, the rare, the epic directives, even the mega cube directives and the Borg transwarp cells and the mega cube transwarp cells will all be converted or able to be converted into war funds. Now, there's two different mentalities on this. Okay, Um, two different mentalities right before the show, Gregor and I were discussing and I was thinking there's no way there's no way that this stuff is going to convert into more than what we can earn. For example, 10 mega cube directives. In my opinion, I don't think that's going to translate into seventy five hundred war funds. Okay, I I don't think so. On the other hand, if I've got extra transwarp cells. Probably no need to burn those, although they're probably not going to be worth much. I can right now buy a transwarp cell for 10 salvage. 10. Okay? So how much, as far as war funds, are they going to give me for this stuff? You know? That's what we're missing. What are they going to give you for the salvage? What are they going to give you for the salvage? Okay? So it's really interesting. I don't know how it's going to break down. I wish that we could have gotten a little bit more information with this. We don't have that information yet. But it is good to now finally have a confirmation because there was, uh, there was people speculating as to whether or not the directives would be cashable or not. Uh, it's always been my belief that they would be, but here we are, okay? Here we are, and yes, we can't, all right? But we don't still yet know what that exchange rate's going to be. So up to you to decide. Uh, Gregor's opinion was, I think I'm going to save the rest of what I've got. My opinion was, I'm going to go ahead and continue to do, and, and by the way, Gregor agreed with this, I'm going to continue to do the onslaught solo milestones for five uh, uncommon armadas because that's the cheapest way to get war funds right now, okay? So spend one cell, guys. Go out there, do a couple of, you know, run a couple of uncommons with your team. Still go ahead and get those points. For those of you who haven't hit your milestones, go ahead and do that. Uh, Even if you've already hit your milestones, probably not a bad idea to go get those five uncommons because it's hands out, what is it, 3,500 war funds just to do those five uncommons. So, again, my expectation is things are not going to uh, exchange as high as they would have in the event. Okay. Uh, that, that's just my particular opinion. Okay. Uh, snake eyes posted and I, I'm just now catching up on the chat cause I was looking at the screenshots. Um, what are you posting here? Snake eyes. You've got some missions. What are these from the, that looks like a Klingon separatist thing. I'm not, I'm not sure what you're posting here. So you'll have to, you'll have to help me out. Anyway, there you go. Um, oh, snake eyes says it's an old mission chain. What, which one are you talking about? Yeah, we, 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 I think he talks about uh, the event where we already had a split uh, in regards to faction because we had that model before. What? I, I must be missing what you guys are talking about. That's okay. No, <laughs> uh, you, 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 uh, I think he's still talking about that uh, mission you said uh, we never had before. Uh, it says right in the description it's brand new. It says, uh, business as usual, what are you buying? A completely new mission chain that contains 10 independent missions and then five extra faction missions once players choose a side. Now, I didn't yeah, look at Elkars. Uh, yeah, we had something like that before. Okay. Well, then the news center's wrong. Okay. I mean, that's not the first time that's happened. So I'm, I was just reading it. I don't, I don't remember mission names. I don't know. 
Snake Eye says business as usual is an old mission chain. It was, it 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 was like you had uh, indeed those ten missions in the beginning, and in, at two points in that mission, you needed to choose factions. Uh, at one, it didn't matter, and uh, the second time you chose a mission, a faction, from there you would decide. Uh, okay, I'm I'm remembering. Is this Shinjo? Just kind of jarred my memory. Is this the one that you had to choose a faction, and then it gave like 45 blueprints for a level 26 ship? Is that 20 26? Okay, yeah. you know what? Hey, yeah. for those of you who are below level 26, that's not a bad investment either. Okay, if if that's the same mission chain, twenty six blueprints to a level twenty six ship, that's not a bad investment either. Okay, if you're if you're if this is correct information. Okay, so uh, I'm glad that you told me because I would have bought it and I would have been I would have been miffed. <laughs> I would have been really really upset. Uh, there you go. Let's see. Business as usual. Neutral helped the lost Starfleet cadet, uh, and it continues on. Yeah. So these missions are here. Okay. There you go. So uh, there you go. All right, and and again, if you're a lower ops player, that's probably very worth looking into. Okay, 26 BPs of a level 26 faction ship. Hey, I might even go so far as to say, crazy enough, hey, some of you whales, hey, some of you upper ops level players, uh, that's a relatively inexpensive way to get uh, some 26 level BPs that can eventually be scrapped for G4 materials. Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, that is a long road around, but, I mean, I've I've heard crazier things. I've heard of people doing crazier things, okay? So, I mean, maybe consider that. There's a possible option as well. All right, uh, finally, here's our last screenshot uh, that I've got for, for this particular piece of content. And we were actually discussing on Discord the other night how long we expect everything to last. Uh, this right here <clears throat> basically indicates... So what we have surmised is that we expect there to be another three-day Alliance leaderboard. That'll make a total of nine total days with Mega Cube Onslaught. That will be three distinguished events that each award a different color frame. Um, so I expect this event to reset one more time. Uh, however, if you look, uh, there's some corroborating evidence, okay? If you look in your event store right now, you're going to see the, for example, in your... Um, uh, in your mission or your gift section, for example, you see the Mega Cube Warp and the Borg Tech Salvage. They still have three days and 18 hours on them. Okay. If you look in the pay store, you'll see um, the Borg Cube attack packs, three days, 18 hours. That indicates to me that we still have at least another 72 hours in this event. However, if you go into the event store and look, uh, the directives, three days, 18 hours. However, if you scroll a little farther to the right, okay, um, the Epic Borg Reward Token Conversion goes for 12 days and 18 hours. Guess what day 12 days uh, corresponds with? Boom, you got it, June 6th. Okay, the deadline to convert all currencies to Borg War Funds and or spend them will be June 6th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard, Eastern Daylight Time. Okay? What will happen to any remaining balance after the deadline? Nothing initially. You're just not going to be able to spend them. However, the board cube was designed with the intention to potentially be reusable. We will wipe out all point tokens, Borg War effort points, and currencies before any rerun. So, guys, hear me. All right? For those of you who, who, who decided to wait and not cash in your tribbles, all right? Don't make the same mistake twice, <laughs> okay? I know more than one player sitting on hundreds of thousands of tribbles. I'm sorry you missed out on that exchange, 
but don't make the same mistake again. Any board currency will be wiped out before a future rerun. Okay? So basically, at the end of the Alliance Milestone event, convert everything. Spend everything. And they're even giving you a couple of days to do it. Okay, you're going to have like an extra six or seven days. This is that cleanup phase that we were talking about. So the currency converters will be there. You guys decide what you want to spend. Don't rush it. You don't have to make a snap decision. But for those of you who decide to wait until 1 p.m. Eastern time on June 6th, too bad, so sad. They literally gave you like eight days. Okay, so make sure you run it. Do not save it. You will never be able to use it again. This is it. This is it spend the war funds okay any questions about that any questions because this was absolutely not thank you very much appreciate that who did that who posted that bernard you the man thank you for that guys this is what you get to look at okay right here this is why i said that the mirror mirror missions are worth sixteen thousand war funds okay that's why it's worth broken mirror is going to give you two spock and one kirk Okay, and then Mirror Mirror gives you four playthroughs. Okay, so you're gonna get you're gonna get Broken Mirror automatically. Then you're gonna get four more of Mirror Mirror. Those four you have to pick a path. You get to pick one of these officers. Okay, so five shards of Bones, you her or Spock, two shards of Epic Kirk, or twelve of Uncommon Sulu. Okay, guys, that's a good conversion for sixteen thousand war funds. If you need those officers, okay. If you need those officers, that means that you, that means. Listen, guys, you could. I might even do this. I might even spend sixteen thousand war funds because that means I can get two, four, six, eight, nine epic Kirk shards. Nine epic Kirk shards for sixteen thousand war funds. I don't have Kirk maxed out. That may actually be a profitable thing for me. That may be profitable for me. Okay, just saying. Dirt. Yeah, I'm, I hear you, buddy. He says, unless you already have all those officers, you already have every single one of those maxed out, Dur. If you do, then that's not the right prize for you to buy. Guess what? Great news. You don't have to buy it. It is. He can get uh, transport shots instead. Uh, well, you could. You could. I don't know if that's the wisest investment. But but nonetheless, you got a choice. You got a choice. Yeah, Dur, I agree. That, that You're right. I, I, and... You do have a choice, but that would be a terrible conversion rate. That's that's a horrible idea. Don't don't do it for transporter patterns. <laughs> Dur already told me he's saving up for the five of ten avatar. So there you I'm go. Sure <laughs> there you go. But for some of you late twenties level players, maybe even low thirties level players, I mean, I'm a thirty uh, mid thirty. I'm a thirty five. I don't have Kirk maxed out. Okay, I do have Bones and Uhura and Spock maxed out, but I don't have Kirk maxed out. That's nine Kirk shards for me. Okay, so I got to be honest with you. I may actually consider that for sixteen thousand war funds. All right, what is that? Fifteen hundred war funds per epic shard? Not bad, not bad. All right, so guys, there there's some good stuff in there. All right, uh, let's do this. I want to take a very quick break. When we come back, I actually want to dive into the content that I wanted to actually do today in the first place, and we got distracted with the uh, with the announcement center there. But uh, some good stuff there. I'm glad that they helped provide some content for the show today. Um, so Shade says, Ops 29, Kirk not at max. Well, Mirror Mirror may be good for you. i got to be honest with you. I'm contemplating Mirror Mirror for myself. Nine epic Kirk shards. I mean, nine shards is, more, is nine more than I had. 
Okay, guys, when we get back, I'll, I'll talk about what we had actually started this segment on, which was a mistake I made with crew and ended up finding something interesting. We're going to talk about that coming up right after the break. And don't forget, we still have one iteration of Battleship to play. It's all coming up right here on Talking Trek Live. I'm your host, Ultimate DJs, on Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Welcher's Grape Juice, the fruit juice that doesn't deliver any of the vitamins promised on the label. Politics can be hard to understand, but now you can make sense of it all with the Politician to English Dictionary. I know words. I have the best words. The Politician to English Dictionary will give you the straight story. Corn Pop was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. And we'll make sure your vote doesn't get flushed down the drain. People are flushing toilets 10 times, 15 times. And best of all, you don't need to be rich, you just need to be smart. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Knowing what they're talking about will lift your spirits. And that spirit is best demonstrated by my friend Snoop Dogg. So don't waste time trying to figure things out. Get the Politician to English Dictionary, where we've got more definitions than you can count. One, two, three, and two, four. <laughs> yeah, I did. I totally did. Come on. I want Rick Astley memes right now. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, come on. Oh, who doesn't love it? Oh, Omicron. This is uh, <laughs> this is a server fifteen favorite. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Yeah, this is a server fifteen favorite right here. Yeah, that's right. Thank you, Battalion. Appreciate that. Thank you, Jonathan Ingram, for your request. Appreciate it. Heck yeah, man. That is a Server 15 favorite. All right, guys. So let me get into what I wanted to talk about earlier. And um, we actually are going to try to stay on time today. We're literally, what, Snake Eyes, uh, 56 minutes in right now. So we got about a half hour left and uh, actually doing really, really good. So I, I actually want to – guys, I'm going to make a very concerted effort to try to stick to our time, okay? I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I feel like uh, our listenership is at an all-time high. I feel like our we're hurting ourselves on, on uh, downloads and um, time spent listening because the shows are so long. <laughs> so I am going to – I know, Chick, you, <laughs> you say that's really funny. I'm going to do my best to really try to try to keep it tight and – and, uh, and maybe that will help some of the people. I mean, I, you know, listen, you look and there's a podcast that's two hours and 20 minutes long. And you're like, God, God bless, man. That's a really long show. Like, I don't know if I want to do all that. So anyway, we're going to try to keep it tight. Okay. But this is what I wanted to share with you guys today. Um, yeah, the live people want it longer. The podcast listeners are like, oh, my God, that's terrible. So uh, anyway, listen, this is what I did. So I, I, to Anesius's credit, a little bit ago, she was talking about some of the fun in this event was experimenting with crew. Well, this is what me and my team were also doing. We were experimenting with crew. Um, I was able to obtain six of ten. Uh, through the ultra recruit packs and I was really really pleased about that plus um, I got some shards through his uh, his auction all right not very many but I got a couple uh, I was really really pleased 
at the fact that I, I, I stumbled upon this. Because here's what I've done. And actually, a couple of you guys have asked me this question in the past. You guys have asked me what kind of, of uh, officer should I be running under deck, okay? Uh, or what kind of stat should be focused on under deck. And I said, well, at first I was saying attack. Der Blitz actually came back and said, you know what? I think health might be good, okay? So I kind of switched to that, and I actually did uh, some good stuff, okay? I actually did better with health, okay? Yes, Crush, health, okay? Der says... Hear me out here. Maybe it would be a lot shorter if you jettisoned the BS like stupid news. That'll never happen. That'll never happen. Unless I literally get, unless the audience as a whole tells me to get rid of it, I'm not getting rid of it. All right? I think people actually still like it. Maybe we'll set up a poll. Maybe we'll set up a poll. And, and if, if you guys truly want rid of it, then I'll get rid of it. But I, I kind of feel like a lot of people really like it. <laughs> Dur says, please, please poll that. Okay, fine. We'll do it. I'll poll it. And when you are overwhelmingly voted down, Durr, you're going you're gonna to read the stupid news. You heard me, Durr. If you lose, you're going to come in here and read the stupid news. You want to take that bet? You want to take the – oh, yeah, your mics are up. Durr, come on now. Take the bet. Do it live. Come on now. <laughs> he says i can't afford the copyright on his voice that may be so all right anyway uh, it's like this stupid news uh, <laughs> you need at least a fixed amount of time for it as soon as you see something that's mathable you go into oblivion in regards to the length like and uh, then yeah the show gets long Dur, there's a lot of there's a lot of people wanting you to take this challenge here buddy haven says i double dog dare you Dur. <laughs> oh, come on. Please come on and read the stupid news just one time. Come on, I chicken, chicken. <laughs> You're getting triple dog dared now. <laughs> I love it. All right, but we are, you know what? Somebody said I just jinxed it. I am I'm running behind now. All right, let's get back to it. So, guys, uh, here was the experiment, okay? I've been running my uh, Borg crew, okay? My, my, just my Borg probe killing crew. Um, I've been running it with a health under deck. I've been running seven, five, and nine so that I get full synergy. As a matter of fact, I have a screenshot here of what I've been running, and I'm going to share it with you. Now, so I can immediately tell that some of you guys are going to give me a little bit of a grief uh, because of how I have my bonuses stacked at the very, very bottom. By the way, note that the Vidar is a one-of-a-kind ship that will actually allow you to top your bonus out at 350%, not 300 Okay, you can get 350%. Well, some of you are going to say, okay, good job on health, but my God, you're giving up 100% of your, of your attack bonus and like 70% of your defense bonus. And I said, well, I was focusing all on health. Well, I made a mistake. I made a mistake the other day because we were experimenting with Crass, uh, Borg Crass, uh, and Crass looks like he likes to run off of a defense lower deck. Okay, so I said, okay, no problem. I'm going to switch him over to my Explorer ship slot, okay, and I'm going to run him with a defense lower deck. Well, I forgot to switch them back to my health deck, and so this is what I went out and killed probes with the other day, okay? Look at the one that I just now posted. This is what I went and killed probes with. Now, you'll notice the difference is about 35% in my attack bonus. I actually had full defense bonus, which was better than what I had uh, the first time around. And I actually sacrificed about 35% of my health bonus. Well, guys, here's what's crazy. Here's what's crazy. And I asked Captain Bull about this a little bit earlier, and we didn't have time to talk about the results. 
Holy cow, guys. All right, on the first crew, the first one that I posted you, I have been getting on 30s, mind you. I can fill my hole on 29s. But on 30s, on 30s, I have been getting about 180 to 200,000 inert probes if I'm not interfered with. If I'm not interfered with. Hey, Max says G4 ships are giving you the 350% too. Okay, good to know. I didn't know that. I didn't know that because I even wrote this down. 300% is what you get on your rares, uncommons, epics, and even your level 26s. It's 300%. The Franklin is actually a little different, but we're not going to talk about that today. All right, the Vidar is 350%, and so you're saying that the um, G4s do that as well. So there you go. Good, good to know. Now, long story short, I get about 180 to 200,000 probes with my health under deck. Okay? Cavacor says I'm not getting close to that many probes. All right? Uh, it depends on officers, obviously, Cavacor. It depends on tier and level of your Vidar. My Vidar is tier 8 now. Uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty well up there, okay? And I've got good officers, all right? I've got good officers all the way around, so my bonuses are good. But anyway, 180 to 200,000. Well, I forgot to switch it. I forgot to change it. So I went up there with the defense lower deck that I was playing with with Crass, and that's the same lower deck that I used with my Explorer, and I filled my hull on level 30s with probably 15% hull remaining. Jonathan says, let me know next time you've got that much in your cargo hold. Buddy, I shop Swarm Space at weird varying times because you in particular, you've probably scored more uh, cargo from me in, in Borg Space than anybody else. <laughs> I think you've hit me two or three times. Which, by the way, I, I will always say kudos. I, and you know, I will always send you a congratulatory message on such a haul. Okay? But, nonetheless, I did so much better with my defensive stats there. Now, overall, my stats are better. My, uh, my attack is higher. My defense is maxed. And my health is not as high, but it's still not devastatingly low. Okay. I have a thought. Please share your thought. Because I, I, I do have some evidence. Have I, want to see where, I want to see where you're going you with You have this. 7 of 10, which is giving you a huge stat increase to your health. Okay. When you, on your first one, you already have your health maxed. You're not getting that bonus. On your defense, you're increasing your defense, and you're leaving your health stat a little low, which is being filled up by 7 of 10. So you're actually going into the fight with full defense, full health, rather than in the first one when you're only going in with full health. That's a good point, because when the battle starts, 7 of 10 is going to boost my health. You're correct. Or, sorry, boost, uh, yeah, no, boost health. Boost health. So I might be crossing, I see what you're saying, I might be crossing over that 350% is what you're saying. You're right? overmaxing on the first one is my assumption. Okay. And I didn't think there was any such thing as overmaxing. Well, apparently there is to a certain degree. Okay, so I got with Gregor, and uh, I actually had not yet sent this to Hugo, but I'd love your insight on this. Guys, I'm going to post uh, another screenshot down into the graphics room. And guys, this is what we're going to teach on for the next 15 minutes. I, oh my God, how embarrassed am I that I have never seen this screenshot. Ever in my Star Trek Fleet Command career, I have never read this screen. How embarrassing for me. 
All right. And when I say I've never read this screen, I go to my ship screen for those of you who are listening. All right. Please, if you're listening on podcast, you really you have to. You have to join the Discord. We throw slides all the time, screenshots all the time. And they're here and they stay after the show. Please come join the Discord and you can and you can find it. Okay. What we're talking about here is the screenshot from your ship management screen. All right. So you go to manage ship. There you go. You got the button for upgrade. You got the button for assign officers. You got your main stats and your details on the right hand side. Click on the details tab, scroll down a little bit, and guess what? There's clickable buttons for each category attack, defense, and health. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and post the rest. Uh, post yeah, that's the how other. I found out that defense huh. on your ship doesn't actually add to all of the three sectors of mitigation. Sure doesn't. It only adds to your primary one. Holy cow. Holy Which cow. Why you get more from health in the st- stats because it's increasing shield and hull, not mm. just one stat. Okay. Uh, you say one stat. It's increasing shields and hull. You're correct. Let's read through these, guys. Let's look in the graphics room and let's read through them. Let's read defense first. Defense says that your defensive stat, okay, your defensive officer bonus okay, is increasing the defensive stat. And this says your defense, okay, is your mitigation, okay? For example, it says, against a level 35 hostile, your armor, shield, and dodge will result in the mitigation, in my case, of 59% damage. P.S., by the way, we have discovered that this particular math is a little bit flaky, Okay, a little bit flaky because there's a lot of level 35 hostiles out there. (laughs) Okay, they're not all coded the same. This ship description has probably been here since day one, and I've never read it. Okay, but um, against a hostile level 35, your armor shield and dodge will result in mitigation of roughly 59% damage. That's great. Okay, it's not exactly 59%. It's going to vary depending on the type of ship you're hitting and the type of ship that, that you've got and so forth and so on. Okay, but the, the long and short of it is that's armor, shield, and dodge. Those are your three primary defensive mechanisms known as mitigation. Your Can def- we change the shield one? A lot of people are confused. Oh, There's, but me included. Uh, the deflection being attached to the shield. Me included. Can we just call that um, deflectors. Well, and it and, and don't get it twisted. This says shield. It doesn't mean your white shield points. This does yeah, it's mean not attached sh- to the shield. This does mean shield deflection. Okay, so armor, shield, quote unquote shield deflection. All right, but shield and dodge. Your three primary mitigators are affected by defense. Okay, so by me stacking my defense, all right, I went up and I increased my mitigation against the Borg probes. All right, let's scroll down two two screenshots. I posted these out of order. I apologize. Scroll down two screenshots, okay, uh, and read the one for health. Shield health and hull health represent the overall health of the ship. As long as shield exists... Damage to hull is reduced. We know what the ratio is. Class, everybody, 80% to 20%. Okay? The ratio of damage absorbed by your shield is 80% to 20% on your hull. Shields regenerate outside of combat, okay, with a couple of exceptions. Spock is one. The Enterprise is another. Okay? As long as the shield exists, damage to the hull is reduced. Shields regenerate outside of combat. 
Okay? So, by, for example, this, uh, for example, right here, your officer bonus provides a health bonus of 270% in this case, or it tells me 391,000 extra hull health points and 298,000 extra shield health points. Okay? Those points are the ones that uh, inflict damage upon your ship after mitigation. I can't believe I never knew this. I, I, how did I not know this? Bull, how did I not ever pay attention to this? I've tried to listen to this stuff before, and, and it, it, it dawned on me today. You it, just never saw where the numbers were coming from. I never knew where the numbers were coming from. Thank you. I never got it. And here they are on display in the game for all since day one. Health is not just hull. Health is hull and shield, the white and blue bars. Okay? Defense is mitigation, the three forms of mitigation. And finally, the third one, attack. Upgrade your ship's weapons to increase damage per round. Okay, And that damage can be increased by your officer attack bonus, which in my case on this one is an extra 1,310 damage per shot. Can I make a side note about the attack? Please make a side note. We were doing some testing. We were trying to go over max for the attack. And the... Either the percentage number is right, and it's based off your base damage increase, or that number that's saying that number is right. Because if you notice, the number, that 13,000 or whatever that you just said, I believe <clears throat> is the exact number of your attack points for your total crew. See okay, match. could be. I, I'm not in game at the moment. Not in game at the moment. Uh, but the again, and I will, I will say... Maxing, it still reads, like we got it, uh, someone's up to like 27,000. But the percentage is the still same. reading 300%. Per, uh, gotcha. Like, okay. And, and so therein and lies the comment that Gregor had made and now Mac is making is that there is, there is a point where you can overclock it. Okay. So here's the lesson, guys. All right. And, and obviously I hope that, that, yeah, somebody says, I can't believe you didn't know that. Artvark says, that's why health and attack are the most important too. Vita says, duh, scopely math. Um, Durr says, I can't believe you really didn't know that. Did you really not know that? I, I did not know that. And Captain Bull says, I've told you so many times. You know, here's the thing, Bull. For whatever reason, I didn't get it until I saw it. So you know what? Admiral Sinclair, I don't know if he's in here right now, but I get it. Admiral Sinclair, I totally get it. You need to see stuff, and that makes the radio perspective hard on some of this stuff sometimes, and I'm sorry. That's why you need to join the Discord so you can get graphics. All right. Thank you, Wham. Wham is posting something right now. He's got a Vidar. He's got it maxed out at 350%. Okay. And there's his attack. Okay. Providing an attack bonus of 350%. Okay. The average damage output per round of battle is getting that, uh, getting that bonus. And, of course, we've always assumed that it's kind of based off base stats. But there is. Now, you say uh, – uh, here's where some of this math gets a little fuzzy. Gregor says, you know what? The mitigation stats don't seem like they make sense. And, again, uh, his says, take your Vidar against a level 41 hostile. All right, I don't know how your Vidar is going to do against a level 41 hostile. It says that uh, your armor is going to mitigate 69.1%. I don't know if I believe that, <laughs> okay? I don't know if I believe that or not, but we, we could try You'd it. You'd have to be matching the triangle, maybe? Maybe, yeah. So that your defense is... I guess, I don't know. But I've been, told, I've been told that many times that the actual percentages displayed here are a little bit fuzzy and maybe not even correct. However, what they are impacting is exactly that. The attack is your penetration 
No chuckling, class. The attack increases your penetration, which decreases your opponent's mitigation. Okay? It's not that your ship is, is dealing more powerful blows, although that's happening. Okay? But your penetration stats are stronger, therefore overwhelming, in a greater degree of fashion, overwhelming your opponent's mitigation, meaning that your opponent is going to mitigate less of your attack. Okay? That is what attack is. Okay? That's what attack is. So there you go. <laughs> Cobra, you're terrible. I said no snickering, class. <laughs> so there you go, guys. All right? And then that in was kind of my lesson for today. So uh, here is a new method, potentially, of crewing your ships. And I talked to you about this, okay? Uh, and actually, this is Gregor's idea, and I kind of like it. Uh, Gregor, are you in here right now? I know you said you had some family stuff this evening, so I don't know if you're – doesn't – I'm not really in here. Uh, I'm in here. Okay. Are, are you really not in here? Like, are you not listening, or do you want to, uh, do you want to share your thought? I'm only half, half listening, so – Okay, ahead. fair enough. I, I'm going to share Gregor's thought. He, he shared this with me earlier today. Guys, here's a potential method, okay? Here's a potential method. I have, in the past – discussed with you the officer spreadsheet that we've that we've shared here okay i keep mine up and what i have always done in the past is i've i've dedicated i've dedicated uh a ship slot to an under deck okay so like ship slot d was based on attack ship slot c was based on defense ship slot b was based on health what was my rationale my gladius runs on d my Burrell runs on C, and I usually mine with A and B, but in the event that I need to speed mine, I was using my health for the North Star in ship slot B. Okay? So I was using those officers, and I was breaking them down by overclocking, if you will, Mac, but apparently I was kind of shorting my own bonus. Okay? So here's what I want you to do. I want you to, uh, yes, Anhani, get with me after the show. We'll set something up. I want you to go back and look at that officer spreadsheet. Get that officer spreadsheet. Make sure it's updated for you, and then you can sort, okay, by health, attack, and defense. Here's what uh, Gregor's idea was, and I loved it, and I tried it today, and I got amazing results. Amazing results. He said, here's what I do. I'll go ahead and assign the bridge crew for a warship okay so if i'm going to play predominantly with two warships all right i'm going to use ship slot in my case i'm going to use ship slot c and d those are going to be for my warships all right i'm going to go ahead and assign my primary uh, uh pvp crew my primary warship crew to the bridge then from there i'm going to max out my 300 percent in each category with as few officers as I can. So, for example, okay, for example, Crass, okay, is a very potent attack officer, okay, very potent attack officer. However, Crass is, for example, extremely lacking in defense and health. My Crass has attack points. He's 15 out of 15. He's got 958 attack, but only 160 defense and health. That's miserable. It's terrible. So while I originally was running him on my attack under deck, he's actually a pretty bad officer to have in that particular scenario. Instead, I might come up here and take a look at, let's say, uh, Carol. 
All right, who I may now actually be reconsidering to use on my ship. Carol has 902 health, but she also has 601 defense. Okay, so she might be a great officer down there. The point is, what Gregor said is, I'm going to take as few officers as possible and get to my 300% bonus. Then, anything that's left over as far as ship slot, anything that's left over becomes your bonus. That becomes your gravy. That becomes your overclocking, Max. Or Mac, sorry. Okay, that's the overclock. That's where you can start to get your, your, your bonuses above their minimum. And, guys, here it is. This was interesting to me, too, and we're going to wrap up with this. How many stat points does it get, does it take to max your bonus? I don't know G4. I don't have any G4 ships, so maybe, Ingram, you can help me. The Vidar, to get to 350%, takes 12,000 points in each category. That's a lot, guys. 12,000 points is a lot, okay? I'm not going to lie. That's tough to get to. Now, the good news is, the good news is, is that it will take into account officer buffs. It will take into account officer buffs. So, Prime Officer, hey, thanks for that, Epic Neo. You the man. Looky there. Right there it is. Okay, there's your point breakdown. And 12,000 is a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. That's a lot. Okay. As a matter of fact, up until G4, it's the highest it goes in the game. Okay. 350% requires 12,000 in each category. That does take into account advanced training. It does take into account prime officers, and it does take into account your academy bonus. Okay. Snake Eye says this is where highly promoted officers come in handy at higher levels. You got it. You got it. All right. 12,000 points on your Vidar. To compare, for example... To compare an Enterprise, a D4, or an Augur only require 9,000 points. <laughs> 9,000 points to max out the 300% bonus. Yes, Max says research, not just promoted officers. Yeah, I said that. Uh, advanced training is the name of the research, Mac. Prime officers also counts. And then your academy building also counts. Okay. So, to compare the 12,000 necessary points on the Vidar, Enterprises, D4s, and Augers only need 9,000 points to max your bonus. In comparison, your level 32 ships, thank you for that. Uh, what is, oh, that's the Enterprise A. Neo, I was getting ready to die. <laughs> I was like, what is that? Terrible. Okay, hold on, Mr. Big, I'm getting there. I've got them all. Your level 32 ships, those are your rare ships. That's your... Intrepid, your Burrell, and your Gladius only require 6,000 points to get to your 300% bonus. Okay? So in my case, there's another mechanic that Scopely is, is not telling us about, but one that's been written on the walls. Okay? This has been on the wall, and, and I have missed it. This is telling me that my officers are okay for my rare ship. I only need 6,000 points. I'm good. All right? 9,000 points. I may be good. Maybe. I'm going to have to balance it out a little bit. But if I'm ready to build my Enterprise, are my officers ready for the Enterprise? The answer is probably not. Because you also got to remember, too, the, uh, the Enterprise is going to start out with fewer lower deck slots. 
can't even say that right. It's going to start out with fewer lower deck slots until I get it tiered up decently high, and the Enterprise is mega expensive. So are my officers are my officers maxed to the point where I can get 9,000 points in each of the categories with, say, only three or four lower deck officers? The answer to me is no. So am I ready for an Enterprise? Scopely says no. The level 28 ships, the uncommons, only require 4,200 points, and the level 26 ships require 3,600 points. Okay? Wham says it's a cap to equal out people, otherwise it would be a cent versus a cent. All right? Or jelly by officers. I agree. I agree. Okay? So the lower number of slots, a.k.a. the more expensive it is to tear up a ship, only requires your officers to be at a certain level or, or at least it doesn't require. Scopely is telling me, Scopely is telling me I'm not ready for my enterprise unless I've got three officers where I can get 9,000 points in all three categories. Big Country says, but will you get it anyway? Probably. <laughs> Probably. DJ, that's when you can make use of the um, I'm really officers close. that boost stats more. You're right. Cool. You're absolutely they right. on the bridge instead of you, know, you might get better better effects boosting your stats over... Sure. Absolutely. I don't disagree. There are a few officers. Um, Bones is one, but he's only battle. Kirk is one, but he's passive, right? Uh, a couple of other officers, guys, that boost stats in a passive way. Passive meaning that they're always there and they do not proc in battle. Anybody else? Well, you could also take the battle ones. If your stats are lower or not at the 300, then... Any of that increase is putting you up there in four battle. Thank you, Mac. I would just avoid doing the health guys because then, you know, that thing when you fight and end up near death and then your stats drop at the end of battle because yeah. the guys, you end up That's dying. That's true. Mac says all the new Borg officers do that, and he's right. Seven, eight, and nine are all attack or battle procced battle uh, or boosts to the three categories. What, JB? That's not right. <laughs> Stop. You're, you're messing with me. Stop it. That's not correct. Uh, you may be referring to the fact that they have great stats. We're talking about officers who will boost stats either in battle or passive. All right? Durr says, yeah. says Kumok, uh, I think. I don't remember. Mitchell and Hani. Mitchell does, but only in defense of a base. Okay? Um, Carol... No, let's see. She boosts attack. Well, yeah, Carol boosts attack when she's attacked. Okay. What else? Otto. Otto is another one. Cadet Uhura, another one. Okay. So, hey, guys, Uhura. there are... there That's are damage reduction and uh, shield increase. Vela. No thank you. Uh, Kumak does Sulu. in battle. There you go. All right, Marla does. She's passive, by the way. I don't think Marla procs. Marla is just passive, so it's always there. So, guys, here is uh, an element for you to consider, okay? How to crew your underdeck to maximize the bonus. I've said this in the past, and you know what? Shame on me. I did not follow my own advice. I'm going to reiterate to you the advice that I've given to you in the past and will now begin to follow again wholeheartedly myself. And the same advice that Gregor's given me, Captain Bull has been giving me for a year. Okay? 
Under no circumstances should you ever, ever fly into space without having your bonuses at the bottom as maxed as possible. And by the way, relatively easily balanced, okay? At least as far as the bonuses are are concerned. Listen, if Gregor or Anesius, for example, or Wham or JB, JB is a very unique case. He's given me a lot of grief about officers in here, but don't let him fool you. JB has literally maxed every officer in the game. JB, fake news or real story? He says lies. JB has maxed, all right, fine, almost every officer in the game. Almost every officer in the game, he's got maxed, okay? So for him, it's easy to get to those bonuses. After that, if you overclock it, so be it. You're just helping those stats, okay? You're helping that area. And then you can determine, well, I'm going to run an interceptor, so maybe I do want a little bit more on attack, okay? Or I'm going to run an explorer, so maybe I want a little bit more on defense, okay? Or I'm going to run a battleship, so I want a little bit more on health. Those categories still hold true, guys, okay? But the biggest and first priority is getting to your max bonus. After that, you figure out where you want your gravy, okay? But the 300% is a must-have. And, guys, it made a difference of me not only scoring an extra twenty to 40,000 probes but also warping out with about 15% of my hole left. I may now actually be able to go and start hitting 31s and save myself more time. And that's why I moved up to the 30s because the 29s were just mind-numbingly long. Okay? I moved up to the 30s. And now with this technique, I may actually be able to save time and still get 150 to 200,000 on 31s, and I'll get out of there faster. Okay? Gregor says just get to the max bonus move on down the docks, and then go back or add your additional crews in those extra spots. Okay? Let's do this, guys. Questions. Or in, like, your case, DJ, make sure to, like, if you're... If you have a guy that's going to be up there, like your seven, then you know you can be a little bit less on the stats for health because he's going to max you up. Because he's going to boost you up. You're right. And and once you get that close, once you get this that ready to fine-tune, then you can do what Karkin just suggested to me. I'm not... Obviously, I have missed the boat on officer education. I'm going to have to spend a little bit more time and dig in and see, for example, how much more I'm going to get with that boost and see if I can afford to have a little bit of a shy in health. Okay, We're going to try to figure it out. But there you go. A good basic principle to the lower deck. Guys, get the bonus maxed, and then you can move on to the rest of the slots. Okay. Any questions? Any questions? Before we wrap up, we're going to take a very quick break. When we come back, we'll do promotions, battleship, and we will roll. Look at us looking good on time. Looking good on time. Are we? Or are we over? We're right at 90 minutes right now. Golly, I'm excited. Okay. Anybody have any questions? Very good. Okay. Let's do this. We're going to take a very quick break. When we return, a couple of promotions and your final iteration of Battleship for the day. You'll have an opportunity to win. And if you've been paying attention, your odds are strong. I would say 50-50, if I may be so bold. Your chance to win is coming up on Talking Trek's Battleship. My name is Ultimate DJs, and I'm your host of Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Don't go anywhere. 
This program is made possible in part by a grant from Extremely Well Hidden Valley Ranch. Just try finding our salad dressings in the supermarket. Tonight on The Masked Karen, the most fearsome Karen ever. You judges should be sitting farther apart, and I'm not performing a thing until you put your masks on right. Play along at home with the most popular nagging competition on TV. This costume is made of wool. Do you have any idea how hot that is? And some people are allergic. Don't f***ing film me on your phone. I said don't film me. Critics call it more critical than we are. Who picked out this theme music? It's terrible. The Masked Karen, tonight at 9. 9 is way too late. Kids have to be up in the morning, and that's just going to make it harder on parents to homeschool. Screw this. I'm out of here. Where it began I can't begin to knowing But then I know it's growing strong Wasn't the spring And spring became the summer Yeah, it is Who'd have believed you'd come Oh, come on, G This is Neil Diamond here Come on now Hands Touching hands Reaching out. Come on now, everybody get excited. Touching me. What? Touching what? Touching you. Everybody, come on now. Sweet Caroline. Bum, bum, bum. Your times never seem so good. So good, so good, so good. To believe that never was. This is like the best bar song of all time. Like maybe this and perhaps Piano Man, the best bar songs ever. You guys, yeah, anybody? Loving the karaoke. Yeah. Sorry, Starbucks. And, 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 and <laughs> even Norm on the end of the bar who doesn't make a noise. That's right. Everybody loves this one. Uh, I might, I might have to edit my voice out. Good thing I record on a multi-track. <laughs> Actually, I don't. It's all one master. I'm. It's either in there or it's not. You want to, you want to do it one more time? Does every does listen? I'll leave your mic spotted up if everybody wants to do a, a Star Trek Fleet Command podcast first. If you want to do a Talking Treks first, everybody get ready to sing along. Come on, everybody! Here we go, everybody! You're right. That sounded terrible. Yeah, we'll never do that again. <laughs> that was a that was a horrible idea, DJ. My God, where did that come from? 
slap uh, yourself. Oh, God. Wait. This, this, this just made me, made me think about when do we have a karaoke? <laughs> Apparently, well, never. Based on that performance, we're why? done. A late date. Oh, my God. Music. Totally Generally, the only song you can sing is Row, Row, Row Your Boat. So you're saying we don't harmonize well together? That that did not work out. Only one person would sing. Only one person would sing. Just as long as you leave it in there. Uh, Snake Eye says that was an epic mega failure. You're right. That's doubled up right there. That's epically mega cubed failure. Tabby Moser. I vote for a karaoke. 100 light years <laughs> long, guys. Tabby. failure right there. <laughs> Tabby yeah, Moser. We, we really needed Rev to help along. I know, right? Tabby Moses says we broke Discord. Discord can't handle that kind of magic. Truck and Chick says that was miserable and still better than Borgmata's. Uh, Careful <laughs> OG Gala is here. I didn't even see you sneak in. You, uh, She's singing. Are you not a big singer at the bar? I know it's been a while since you've been to one. We don't remember what it's like to be at a bar. You know what? If anything, this right here, maybe you're right, Anisius. Maybe we do need to have a talking track karaoke night because none of us have been able to go to a bar in months. So uh, maybe <laughs> maybe we could do it. Maybe we can all have a couple of drinks and and uh, just do karaoke night right here. And that way you don't have to go to a bar. All right? Why not? Why, Why not? not? I'm all for it. <laughs> Gregor says they don't sing in bars in Spain. They just fight. Oh, that's not it. true. We all go they, to Sweden. They, they just no, they just drink, drink sangria and share some tapas. That's what they do. Drink sangria and share what? Tapas. 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 So, yeah, tapas. Yeah, I'm obviously uneducated swine. Uh, yeah, tapas. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know what that is. I have to. I have to Google it. See if you had said chocolate it's, or it's cheese. That, those little. <laughs> it's bread it's with something. Yeah, it's not only yes. bread. You have many things like it's pinchos. It's like very small little portion of things that you share. With you mean your like mates, hold on? Right? You mean like basically what we foods? call appetizers? You mean like like yes. hors d'oeuvres? Yes, like appetizers. Like hors d'oeuvres, yeah. right? Isn't I thought hors d'oeuvres was a French word. Hors d'oeuvres. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. We right. used it too much, so they had I to miss Bush. It. Yeah. We would say I miss Bush. We appropriated French. it, so. You know, and a lot of bars around here, and I know this is this is probably the same, and you say that these are like maybe some bread or like finger foods, things like that, but we all, a lot of the bars that I would frequent would always have like a bowl of peanuts or cashews. There's always like a bowl of nuts out, so, uh, yeah. The yeah. Finger, finger food. is a bar snacks perfect. Yeah, bar snacks. Okay, there you go. All right, guys. Well, there you go. Uh, you see, look, we're we're gonna end up running over on time because now we're talking about we're all missing the bar. Oh my god! Right there is some, uh, yeah. Some, what is that? Uh, artichoke dip, spinach and artichoke dip, shady. Heck yeah, man! You got me right there. I love spinach and artichoke dip, and I'm getting hungry. I'm getting hungry. All right, guys, uh, let's get ready to wrap up here. I did want to talk about a couple of things real quick, just promotions wise. Um, guys, I normally don't ask for this kind of thing. Okay, but I am going to ask it of you today while we have, uh, let's see, Vita, how many people are in here? The counter is going and we have your Vita uh, or Vita, your bot is moving a little slow here lately. I'm a little bit worried about it. <laughs> there we go. to count that many. Uh, yeah, I guess so. A hundred and four people in the room. So guys, I normally don't make requests like this, but I'm going to. A couple of weeks ago, I posted to you guys a screenshot that somebody wrote to me uh, as a review on iTunes. Okay? And I'm not going to read it out loud. Uh, maybe I will. I, I, hang on a second. I'm going to post it to you because it, it got lost. I'm going to read it to you real quick. And then I'm going to ask you guys for a favor. 
Okay, and I don't normally ask this. I, I promise that I don't, but because uh, you guys have never heard me ask this before, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, and here, let me take this screenshot. See, I already had it with the guy's name scrolled out and everything. I don't even want to put his name in here, but uh, let me see if I can bleed that out. Oh, I don't even know what's happening right now. Hang on, cancel, revert. What is somebody? Does somebody have the screenshot? Tag on it. I'm having struggle. Here we go. I got it. I got it. I got it. Are I got you it. talking about the review Der Blitz wrote? Yeah, that that review that Der Blitz wrote me. Oh. It's terrible. Okay. okay? Um, yeah. No. So here's here's what I'm gonna I'm gonna post this up here real quick. And and I'm um, did I already ask? No. You know what? I asked in uh, gold patron content, which we never actually ended up uh, uploading. All right. So yeah, guys. See, look my uh, my very. Um, extremely good editing skills right there. Uh, DJs takes a very analytical approach to the game and shares that information with the broader community. The show itself is informative, fun, and interactive. I've enjoyed listening to it. Unfortunately, his tendency to resort to bullying tactics towards those who don't share his style of gameplay is unbecoming of the position he has as a content creator as such. I cannot continue to subscribe, and he gave me a two-star review. Okay. I can totally see this guy in a smoking jacket and his pipe right now. <laughs> he gave me a two star review. All right. Now I think he's from server twenty six personally. Uh no, he's probably on fifteen and I've probably rated him. Okay. Uh however, I have never really asked you guys for review methods. Okay. I've never really asked you guys for reviews. Uh so as a result, there's only a handful of them, and his two star review just destroyed my ranking. Okay, um, his two-star review just tore me up. So I never asked this, and you know what? I should because every restaurant does it. You get uh, you get to a restaurant and they say, "Hey, I hope everything was great. I hope you can give me a five-star review." I went to Taco Bell the other night. There was like, "Hey, there's a survey on the back, and if you can give us five stars, we'll give you free cinnamon twist." You're you're not asking for a survey at that point. You're bribing me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so all I'm going to ask is if you guys have a little bit of time. Uh, most people listen on iTunes. All right, our, our percentage is actually pretty high on iTunes. But wherever you're listening, wherever you're downloading the show from, if you don't mind, uh, to take maybe 30 seconds and write a positive review. If you don't feel like you can write five star review, then so be it. Okay, I'm not going to tell you what to write, but I I would like more five star reviews to help drown out this two-star review from somebody whom I've apparently rated. Okay? Uh, so, yeah, Wandering Buckeye says, so now, one star. Everybody post one star from all the listeners. That, you know, that would that would hurt my heart. <laughs> that would hurt my heart. You know what? Uh, yeah, they want five stars for Cinnamon Twist. I'll give you five stars for one epic directive. Remember how we used to give away uh, one epic directive? <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> so, anyways, guys, I don't normally ask that, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask that you guys, uh, maybe, if you guys are, feel good about the show, if you don't mind, to help me get that back up. Okay? Appreciate that very much. Also, guys, uh, if you're listening in the podcast platform right now, not only am I going to ask you to leave your review, but I am going to ask you to join our Discord because you're missing out on some stuff when you're not here. Uh, for example, today we threw a lot of screenshots about statistics and some math, and as requested, I have not gotten into the actual nitty-gritty math on the show because I don't want to, you know, blind your ears so to speak okay i don't want to i don't want to stab your ears with knives so uh the math we kind of avoid but we display some graphics and that's important for you to be able to see as you're going through plus you get to interact with a lot of great people 
okay? There's some really smart people in here, and uh, you'll have an opportunity to interact with them and pick their brains and become better in this game. Not only that, um, but you'll have an opportunity to play our games like Battleship, which is coming up here in just a moment. You got a chance to play even off the air. You don't have to be listening live. If you're listening in the podcast form right now, you still have a chance to play off air. And we'll read the coordinates next time we go on the air. Okay, so please be sure and join our Discord. If you're looking for the link, visit our website at www.talkingtrekstfc.online. That's talkingtrekstfc.online. Visit our website where you can find all kinds of stuff. You'll find the link to the Discord. You'll find a link to the Patreon program, to our Amazon store, to our merchandise store, to PayPal, and a link to every single episode we've ever published. Okay, it's all there. Okay, really, really appreciate it. Thank you guys for the support and thank you for the downloads. And please do visit the website. Lots of cool stuff there. And we'll talk about the patron program coming up in just a short little bit. But the first thing that we must do now at this point is wrap up our show with our final play of Talking Trek's Battleship. Let's do it. All right, Battleship is upon us. I've got my game card out. We've already given away 300 uncommon materials or 300 independent credits here so far today. Are we going to make it 600? Or are we going to give away a grand prize for destroying a ship? We don't know. It's going to happen. It could happen right now. Bizarro says, can we see what's been picked already? Technically, I can't share that with you. But there are certain players on server 15 who might be willing to share a game card with you. Or other players who might accept a bribe in this room. <laughs> the idea, Bizarro, the idea is a listen to, is a is a time spent listening game from my days in radio. We would make people listen at certain points during the day, and uh, that way they had to be listening so that they could get the guess. Alright? So there is a downloadable game card. In the uh, in the contest and rules section, all right. There's a con uh, downloadable game card in the contest and rules section where you can download it. And um, if you are so inclined to want to go back and listen to the previous shows, then you'll find all the guesses we've announced every single one. But somebody may be willing to share one with you. <laughs> Star Fox says, "I'll accept an Enterprise for a copy of my card." Someone might. I agree. Chuck's a grind. He says, "Some of us don't have all that time to keep an updated board, and that's why I'm not trying to be super stingy about it." By the rules, guys, I can't. Okay, but you're right, Antani. There was one actually posted publicly when Panic was here just seven days ago. Okay, Panic was here seven days ago. So yeah, he says that sounds like doing stuff. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, but those are the rules. Oh, Snake Eyes says I should have deleted it? No. No. There you go. Bull's got it. Bull says he has it now, and I have cookies. Win-win. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's see if we can find somebody to play here today. All right. Here we go. Who's going to play? Are you kidding me? Ah, already been picked. What is, what is this? Karkin, you've been picked three times. That's ridiculous. <laughs> How is that happening? Pick me again. How is that happened? Oh my god. I thought you were really supposed to be picked if you were picked. I like it. Why didn't this work like this before? Right? That's insane, Carl. It was like reset. It's obviously then, you know, not rigged. New game and then 
Wow. That's nuts. Yeah, it's obviously not rigged. It's random. Hey, Captain Hurt says, I have a question about crews in the bonus. Can I ask? I can push to talk. Captain Hurt, I will absolutely come back to your question here in just a minute. Let's get through the game very quickly. Hold on to your question, and I will answer it. All right. Here we go. Got to find ourselves a new winner. Karkin's already played. Omicron 67, congratulations to you. Omicron, are you here and ready to play? Omicron has not yet made uh, been made a winner, so he is eligible. Omicron, you have the game card. Please enter your coordinate into the wartime computer. Omicron, we are awaiting your commander's I'm coordinate. I'm going to go for D9. Omicron is going for D9. In voice, by the way. The computer may have recognized it. Computer, D9. Delta, 9. Targets acquired. That sounds like a hit. Congratulations to you, good sir. Gregor says there is no sound in space. I I understand. But well, in, you know what? In every you know? in every you know? We, we, you know, <laughs> in every Star Trek movie ever, forest. <laughs> in every Star Trek movie ever, when a ship blows up, there's always an explosion sound. All right, so that's right. Thank you, Morgul. In Star Trek, there is sound in space. All right, so the guess was D nine. D nine is a hit. They specially made their sensors so they could hear the explosions and the screams. That's that right. They wanted to be able to hear it. You're exactly right. D9, ladies and gentlemen, is a hit. But it is not a sink. Oh, oh what does that mean? What does that mean? Enterprise. Enterprise. That means you guys have found the USS Enterprise. So, here's the deal. How... Oh, 50-50 chance to our I first... I love it's still 50-50. It is still 50-50. It's open on the other end. I it's, love that. It's open it's on either end. Line. It's 50-50, which means, well, you would think that the off-air player is going to have a chance, but, you know, off-air players have missed it in the past. Off-air players have missed it, so you never know. We might come back into uh, next Sunday, and you guys might still have a chance to sink it. We don't know. It depends on who is listening and who has entered for the contest. So if you're in the Talking Trek chat room right now or listening on the podcast forum, make sure you join our Discord. Go on up into the War Room, Battleship War Room, that's what it says, and enter automatically. Okay, all you got to do, well, enter, and then you're automatically entered for the contest. All you got to do is write any message. All right, and the bot's going to pick you up, and we will pull from that pool. You have to opt in. Okay, you have to opt in. All right, ladies and gents. I uh, believe that about wraps us up. We had a question. We did have a question, and I don't remember who it was. Captain, goodness, I'm sorry. I already hello? lost. I already lost your name. Who was it? So what did I win, D? Yep. Hello. 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 Welcome into the show. You had a question about ship bonuses uh, and crew. So let's answer your question. We'll get ready to wrap up. Okay, great. First of all, I'd like to say um, your show is great. I, I've been listening to it for about three three weeks now, and you, you guys are great. Ah, thank you. Appreciate that very much. Please do go on. My head is growing by the second. Yes. All right. All right. So my question is, is um, I, this is an ongoing debate that uh, we, we've been having in our alliance. And what, when we were talking about uh, crewing your ship past the 300 percent. So mm -hmm. say, for instance, the level 28 ships go up to, was it 4,200? 
if you go beyond that, say if you go, if you take it to twelve, say if you take the twelve thousand, does that does that help anything? So once you get to your three hundred percent, okay, there is what Mac was referring to as overclocking, or what Gregor was referring to as just beefing up the stats. So yes, okay. Although the primary boost, the best effect is going to come from those bonuses, okay. But once all three of them get to three hundred percent, then yes, uh, you do still get an additional effect. Okay, it's just not going to be as pronounced. The bonus is big time. Okay, but uh, once you get it maxed at the three hundred percent, okay, then you are going to see additional benefit by raising the stats. You got it, Mac. He says, don't forget officer abilities that rely on stats. So, for example, uh, if I'm running seven of ten. Okay, seven of ten. Just for an example, is an officer whose officer's ability gives me a boost to my health. Okay, um, so uh, Crass is another six of ten. The Borgified Crass. He gives. Uh, he strips the shield of of a Borgmata by. Uh, in my case, I think it was a hundred percent with synergy of the amount of defense that I had on my deck. So if I had sixteen thousand defense and I went up against the Borgmata. Every at the start of every round, okay, Crass has taken sixteen thousand shield points away from that Borgmata. Okay, actually, I think if every the, by the way he's red, it's every shot he does that damage to the shields. So I'm every not a hundred percent sure on the shots because even in my rounds three and six, I only saw him proc one time. So I there is probably some additional because testing. Because Vidash doesn't shot uh, shoots as much as other ships. Right, but doesn't your Vidar shoot twice in the in the third round and twice in the sixth round? Three times. You get three uh, cross procs, uh, six of ten procs in round three. So he but is procking three one, times. One, one okay, good. So, for example, on officers like that, then yes, there is a pronounced and, and a very dramatic effect if you're using an officer that, that takes the bonus. So, to answer your question shortly, yes, get everything to 300. And then you do want to continue to build the stats and focus on the area that is going to benefit not only your bridge crew, but your ship as well. For example, we said health was important to a battleship, or defense is important to an explorer, or... Uh, attack being, you know, somewhat important to an interceptor. Okay. Okay. Because the reason why I asked that is because we were looking over the um, that that area where it gives the uh, three hundred percent bonus when mm-hmm. you uh, click on the uh, info tab. Yeah. And it, it didn't add. It doesn't change. Additional to the actual yeah. The key yeah. It, stuff to it doesn't change because it's only. And by the way, I'm pretty sure Gregor will back me up on this. Uh, uh, Hugo will back me up on this. It's only calculating what the bonus is giving. And it's not even calculating that accurately, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct, Hugo? It, it's not even, like, it's, it's not even. Correct. It's not. Uh, basically, you can totally forget about the attack info or, or tooltip. Uh, it's total crap because there are so many different targets with so many different stats. So the whole tooltip is crap for attack. There you go. Only count on defense and health. There you go. So he's saying defense and health is where he would prioritize. Uh, Hugo, real quick, because we are out of time, but let me ask you, would you not be interested in placing, say, for an example, an interceptor? Would you not think that that is an appropriate place to add some attack? Because the interceptors are known for dealing those harder blows, like the Sally's big gun. Well, I think he was just saying don't trust the stat. Oh, oh, well, um, of course, yeah. There. Definitely don't trust the stat. <laughs> there you yeah, go. I depending agree. on the situation. I agree. Attack for the... I agree. Yeah, right. Okay, cool. Hugo, uh, appreciate you being general, here, by the yes, way. Yes, but the Vidar is a special thing because 
the main damage from the Vidar comes from the ship trade. Your level is more important than your attack stat on the Vidar. It is nice to have it on max, 350%, but it's not that important. When you struggle to get any stats, get health and defense on the Vidar, um, but health is priori pri priority. Well, sorry, bad English. <laughs> okay. So, so you know what? I wasn't on to a bad thing when I had everything stacked for health, but the fact that I was ignoring defense completely is why my ship ended up doing better. Not only that, but the 7 of 10 ability as well helped my health and probably did end up getting me... Uh, getting me it balanced it when you didn't even... Yeah, I didn't even mean to, to and were. it didn't. So, so, guys, there you go, and I do believe that is our time. Any last questions? I do want to send a very special thank you uh, to Hugo, German Gregor, for being here. We, uh, we don't get you on the show very often, and I try to do my shows a little bit earlier when I can so that I can try to appeal to the European audience, but thank you very much for being here. Appreciate you being here. Thank you, good sir. I uh, also want to thank Anesius for being here, who uh, stayed and enjoyed most of the show. I believe she's actually dipped out here. Of course, our American Hugo. Thank you. Or American Hugo. American Gregor. <laughs> thank you very much for being here. The OG Gala, who popped in. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you. And uh, all of you, guys, thank you so very, very much for joining the show on this Wednesday evening. My name is Ultimate DJs, and I'd like to invite you to visit our website at www talkingtrekstfc.online would also like to take an opportunity to thank the gold patrons of Talking Trek Live okay and those are Gregor those are Gala's Pet Venkman and I Beglin Big Country and Trash Panda alright Hank and the Airlock you go Chuck Zagrunt and Pops Dark Lord, the Big Rob, and Darth Skywarp. You guys are gold patrons of the show, and I thank you for your support. Steven Darren, thank you too, buddy. Morath, JB, Ahab, Energy, Fukum, Hi, I Bombed You, and Thorn. These are gold patrons of the show. Thank you. Virtual Army, Wardod, Cobra. Thank you, guys. Jayberg, Assimilated Fox, Morgul, DJ Gurf, Red 2, and Unhani. Thank you so very much for being gold sponsors of the show. Just Skippy, Aceus, Asriel, Dunk, Bojack, and Ape13. Thank you so very, very much. Gregor says, this is the point when you get up and walk out of the theater. Yeah, these are the credits. <laughs> Thank you to Matt Dog for being a nitro booster of this server. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Thank you to our executive producer, Snake Eyes, who is here keeping everything on time and running everything and keeping... See, everything is much smoother when he's here. When we had Panic, it was a little bit disheveled, right? Snake Eyes is back and the show went well. Thank you guys so very, very much. You guys can join us in the after party room coming up right after this show where we will break down in further detail any conversation piece that we talked about on the show if you've got further questions pop down into the room right below it's called the after party room and we will hang out and uh, go in there and chat a little bit okay be sure to visit our website at www.talkingtrekstfc.online click on the become a patron link and join the show at whatever level you feel is appropriate if you feel that the show is worth it to you then become a patron and if not that's okay too bronze sponsor are only a dollar a month. Silver sponsors are $3 and gold are $5 or more a month. And we invite you to become a patron of Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. My name is Ultimate DJs, and this is Talking Trek Live, a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across all major podcast platforms. I love you, mean it. I'll see you on Sunday. Bye-bye.